With cancelled tours and the inability to perform regularly, 2020 will go down as a tough year for musicians. When it comes to Paul Stanley, the singer of legendary rock group KISS, the inactivity gave him a chance to reflect on what he does and the importance of the arts in general. My name is Saeed Saeed, music journalist for The National. In this interview with Stanley, the singer discusses some of the challenges facing the live music industry and how their upcoming Dubai concert in New Year's Eve could set a new standard when it comes to producing safe concerts in the future. I mean, Kiss is essentially the ultimate good time rock band. So like, do you, do you kind of feel like this is the moment for you guys, the perfect moment to come back? Well, you know, for, for us, we've always felt um, that uh, it, we don't negate the, the problems that are going on. Certainly, this has been a horrific year. For some people, it's been a minor inconvenience. For some people, it's been devastating. So here we are, um, finally uh, able to kiss 2020 goodbye. And we also know that there's vaccines on the way. Nobody should, uh, by the way, feel that uh, they have the freedom now to, to go about their business as though there isn't COVID because COVID still exists. And until everybody is vaccinated, uh, it's not a safe situation. Um, having a vaccine in place doesn't solve the problem. Getting vaccinated does. So until then, um, I urge everybody to, to be particularly cautious. Uh, matter of fact, in the next hour, I'll be getting another COVID test because the band is very, very concerned with making sure that we set a good example and that uh, we make sure that we are safe, that our crew of 500 people putting together this massive, massive show uh, just outside of Atlantis, um, we want to make sure that we, we send off this year uh, with a bang. So we have a, a million dollars worth of pyro. We have all the songs that everybody would expect to hear from us. And uh, this is uh, the best way to, to kick 2020 out and to greet 2021. Because, you know, you're right. I mean, the band has been, it has been very, very careful in how they kind of um, worked during this time. I read the really interesting profile about um, the preparations for this show in Rolling Stone. When it comes to the preparations as well, I mean, because, you know, normally before you travel, there's a lot of, I guess, audition. I mean, there's a lot of rehearsals and things like that. How did you guys manage to kind of get, re was there rehearsals? Did you kind of like isolate yourselves to, you know, to get the songs down? Oh, well, first of all, um, we would never, ever go play anywhere, do a, do a concert of any, any size, whether it was uh, two, two people or two million people, uh, without being well prepared uh, as far as rehearsals. So um, rehearsals go on, but we have ongoing COVID tests and our rehearsal space is locked out and is sterilized and sanitized every day. And uh, everybody is monitored constantly and will be up until the time that we arrive. And then then more. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, we are healthy, that everybody around us is healthy, and uh, that we get to celebrate without being a threat. The situation with COVID is very is evolving. So, I mean, every day, you know, brings new challenges and new insights. 
in term and you know and creating a show like this requires a lot of planning you know at what stage of the year did you decide as a group yeah let's go for it let's make this happen we've been in the midst of the end of the road tour which is our final tour and uh that has been a massive massive undertaking because we wanted to make sure that uh we went out with the ultimate kiss show when you see any band or any major act at this point you're virtually seeing uh kiss dna you're seeing a kiss show because really everything that's done nowadays is based on things that we've done in the past so the current show that we were out on tour with was really state of the art so um we wanted to make sure that we would be able to have a victory lap with the people who made it possible for us in the first place to to exist and to to be going for as long as we are um so that being said we had a great foundation for this uh Kiss 2020 goodbye show so it's really the end of the road tour show but on steroids it's it's absolutely massive um we intend to break a lot of uh Guinness World Records with the uh, the magnitude of this production so um everybody's been working night and day to make this spectacular and uh round the world people are going to see something um that that really ben- really befits the situation and uh most people will not be out celebrating as they would in the past so uh, we'll bring the celebration to you the interesting thing about a kiss show the great thing about it is that it is gloriously not subtle you know and the thing is i wonder is it is it a challenge to because on one hand you know you're creating this massive spectacle but on the other hand it's going to be streamed and streaming and television in its nature is quite an intimate medium so in terms of the people who are watching it from home do you think you know because the kiss army in a live show they're very very engaged do you expect you know the kiss army as well the fans at home to kind of really kind of engage from their from the living rooms like have kiss parties at home covid friendly of course it's a terrific terrific question i've always seen the camera and the microphone as a way to speak directly to people and whether you're in the last row of an arena or a stadium or whether you're home i'm talking directly to you i'm talking to each and every one of you and uh this will be a night where we are celebrating and i am celebrating with you in particular because we've been all in this together uh this is not paint by number or going through the motions uh this is a a time to celebrate uh surviving hopefully uh most of us have survived the year and um we'll we'll dust ourselves off and and move forward so this is a uh, a time for camaraderie and especially around the world it, it's uh an international time to to celebrate and and uh we are not um we are not isolated in the sense that we are unaware of each and every person who will be watching us and and i particularly am very aware of everybody and uh i will make sure that each person knows that uh this is for them talking about what's for them as well is that a key talking point this year is the importance 
within everybody that's working within the music industry, as well as not just the people on the stage, it's the people the, behind the stage. It's the 500 people that make the KISS show. So, and, you know, and it's a great thing, first of all, just to have them back, you know, back in their element, have you guys back in their element. Do you kind of feel that the whole industry will be watching what you guys are doing? And do you think perhaps your show could kind of be a beacon of light to point the way forward, perhaps for an industry who still don't know what to do in this current time? We're used to leading the parade. We're also used to having the stones, uh, sticks and stones thrown at us for leading the parade. But um, I think this is, is uh, a way of showing people that if the coast isn't clear, in other words, if we don't have a green light, we certainly have an amber, a yellow light. So we can proceed with caution. And if everybody is willing to do this within the parameters of what is safe, not only for the entertainers, but for the audience, more importantly, then we can move forward. Uh, it's just how much are you willing to do to provide safety for everyone? And in this case, uh, it starts with the crew and it extends to the audience. And um, we're very cognizant of it. Um, it. It will be in the next probably uh, half hour that I will have the next swab inserted into my nose or uh, the, the blood drawn to make sure that um, I maintain my health and that I am not uh, somebody who is uh, in a position to, to spread this horrible uh, pandemic. So uh, we're well aware. And I, I think that other acts can um, use this as a model of what is possible and that maybe we can start to put our foot back in the water. And in our case, we're putting eight-inch heels into the water. You're coming to Dubai. You're coming to the Middle East. You know, KISS is a kind of band that essentially done everything you, you, you almost kind of lapped yourself like 10 times over. So you're coming to a new territory. Does it feel weird so deep in your career to be doing things for the first time? I think that the most important thing in your life is that you always find something new. Uh, people who scratch everything off their bucket list aren't living because for everything that you scratch off, you should be adding something. And uh, Dubai is is a place that I have seen the visuals of for, for quite some time and, and just been astounded at the architecture and, and the, the planning that's gone into to building it. So uh, to see it in person, it's, uh, it, it's right there on the list. And, and just another thing that makes me aware and everybody should be aware that uh, you never know what's coming the next day and, and you should open yourself up and be, be ready, you know, to, to absorb whatever is, is available to you. An interesting thing about this year for me as a music journalist was the kind of conversations I've been having with musicians. Because normally you're chatting to a musician, they're, they're in a hotel, they're on the road. So now I'm chatting to musicians, they're at home, and it's a quite more soulful, more interesting type of conversation we've been having. There's a lot of discussions about not taking things for granted, about, you know, just, you know, the beauty of staying home. You know, how has this kind of year been for you? Because KISS 
is a machine. When you go on tour, you go on tour. So how does it feel to kind of have a hard stop, you know, for this year? I have to tell you that um, your questions are refreshing because uh, um, I, I've, I've done quite a few interviews and, and you're really, really very uh, insightful. So um, thank you, sir. My pleasure. Um, I have to say that um, really this is a, a time for everybody to realize how important we are to each other and that um, we need each other and it's essential to us. Uh, there's nothing more important as far as I'm concerned than family and friends. That's the foundation and the core of everything. So this has been affirming in that sense. And um, I hope if people take anything away from this, it's seeing how much other people are essential and how much people are um, in a sense critical in your own survival and well-being. Mm. And do you kind of feel um, we are interesting time now in, in, you know, in the U.S., there is a changing of the guard when it comes to leadership. I mean, is there a sense of a renewal? Like, you know, what's like, I mean, the kind of sense like, you know, in the States, there's, there's, there's something happening, the sun is rising or something of that nature. I, I have to say that um, um, my political views aside, there is a division in, in the United States that is, is troubling. And I don't know what it's going to take to bring the country truly together. Um, you have some people now who are sighing uh, a sigh of relief and very happy, and you have other people whose nerves are raw. So um, um, it, it's, it, it's a time of, of trying to figure out how we can move forward, uh, taking into account that there are a lot of people who are unhappy, but democracy, I believe, uh, is, is um, uh, the foundation of, of America and that free elections and elections that go on without interference or any proof of, of credible widespread interference, that's essential to the country. But again, I, I think that to only focus on the people who are relieved and celebrating is part of the problem when you don't take into account the people who aren't happy. I wonder as well, because this is the first year that I'm alive, that, I, that this is a year where there's no music, there's no art, there's no live entertainment. Do you think, you know, like part of me kind of feels that the fact that there's a lot of anxiety in the world today, a lot of tension, not just in the U.S., but everywhere, is because, you know, the fact that there's no outlet that art provides. So, like, do you kind of, I guess, do you feel that the industry or just the public perhaps now will really appreciate the value that art in all of its manifestations from performance to literature to music will kind of, there'll be a greater appreciation for it once it goes back to normal? Well, I think everybody has had cabin fever, so to speak. Um, and I've always believed that the arts are essential to, to us as people and being well-rounded people. Um, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a household where music and uh, going to museums and theater were just part of life. And um, I think it's important 
for people to uh, immerse themselves in some sort of um, um, art form. And I also think that it's important for people in the arts to welcome them and not intimidate them. It's too easy to scare people off by um, making them think that they need to have an educated opinion, to have an opinion. Um, going to a museum, you don't have to justify what you like in terms of art. Uh, going to a gallery, you don't need to justify. Uh, same with music, same with food. It should be as simple as good food you swallow, bad food you spit out. And that's a personal taste. It doesn't come down to anybody having to rationalize or justify. So I think that the arts are essential, but it's also important to open the doors and embrace people and tell them, come in, this is something joyous. It's not a test. Paul, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to seeing you in Dubai sooner than later. Be safe, my friend. Thank you so much for a great interview. Thank you for listening to Recorded. I've been your host, Saeed Saeed. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app or follow us on the nationalnews.com.